Let's get rid of that photo so you guys can see my pretty face. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Three Geeks Podcast. As I'm watching that new intro that we have, I realize how fat I've gotten over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was a I lost a lot of hair. In some of them. And yeah, I just was watching my progression of hats. I was like, oh, man, I missed that hat. Oh, man, I missed that one, too. <laughs> I will be editing out Kevin Sorbo from that introduction of the video. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor Kevin Sorbo. Please. The video was made prior to the um, events of this yeah, week. And Kevin Sorbo was kind of a dick to us anyway. Well, it's probably because you were going, Hercules! Whatever! Hercules. That was like two years! Like, that, that was years of <laughs> stuff, stuff happening. Okay, so what happened with Sorbo this week, then? Um, he um, A lot of other stuff that happened in the world ties into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Understood. Right, we'll get into it a little okay. bit, but I don't want to go... I don't want to die face first. If you don't mind me interjecting on that, actually, uh, did you see Lucy Lawless put him in his place, though? Yes, I did. Nice. That's how I found out about it. That was cool. <laughs> he pretty much came out in support of the, you know, the Patriots. Oh. Patriots. <laughs> the Patriots. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. No, don't. Don't you dare put on there. <laughs> What's that? He's not saying Hydra. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Oh, no, they did. They did a run where Captain was, was all Hail Hydra. Um, I know. <laughs> I was showing a real patriot as well. I was trying to. Ah, okay. Justin, welcome. We missed you in the pregame uh, chat. Justin, and we can't hear My name is Justin, but okay. Yeah, okay. Off whatever. to a great start for the new year. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted, I wanted to start off by saying that the Three Geeks podcast and the PVD cast has now joined the Scene Snobs Network. That's the little image I had at the beginning. Just check it out, thescenesnobs.com. A lot of great content. I've been a fan of Mix since before we had him on the show a month or so ago. And uh, it's it's been a fun journey. I uh, recently parted ways with somebody I was working with, and I reached out to Mick, and I'm like, we got to do something together. He's like, I'd love to have you on our channel. And so we are now on his channel. It's going to be great. And I I love it. I appreciate you guys so much. I muted myself. Ah, uh, I appreciate you guys so much. You guys are awesome. Uh, I love your show every right. week. You know, all your shows are great. And uh, yeah, I just watched your Cobra Kai review, and that was dead on awesome. Um, so I mean, it, you're all right. welcome. I just appreciate it. You know, you know, I'm building this channel, and and to have uh, great talent like you guys is amazing. So I truly appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, no, you, man, you're a boss because uh, you were live. You were watching our Wonder Woman review <laughs> while watching uh, and Air's game show like, all at the same time. It, like, blew my mind. I try to support as best as possible. I mean, I, I, 
I put it all up on my screen right here and like I'll I'll be talking, but I'm like, you know, I want to see what everybody else has going on. Like I don't want to hear myself. <laughs> you know. Uh so you know, I, I try to just, you know, pay attention when I can and stuff. And if I have some downtime while something's going on, I can hear what everybody's doing. So absolutely. You guys are amazing. Uh always bringing it. I love your show. So thank you again for joining up. Uh, speaking of Patriots, I want to let everybody know that I will be retiring this image for 2021. <laughs> this is the last time you're going to get to see this magnificent actor. Oh Randy Quaid is going to be put to rest because he really is annoying on Twitter, and um, I don't want to put his image out there anymore after this. Soak it in. Be like, man, get it out of your system. if Santa Claus had a drug problem, that's what he would look like right there. <laughs> is it bad? Is it bad that I can smell that photo? <laughs> you either live long enough to see yourself die. <laughs> Turns out to Randy Quaid. Dollar Shave Club. I wonder how much Dollar Shave Club would have to give <laughs> Well... You know, he could be getting the Dollar Shave Club uh, plug, or he could be making some Manscaped money, and that would just oh, yeah. on everybody. There it is. So. He just, there it is. He yeah, shaves all, all the hair off, off his face, and then it... <laughs> Stop right there, Dan. <laughs> Mental picture, gentlemen. That's all I wanted. <laughs> uh, wait, if you're watching us, just because we put your brother to the side doesn't mean we still don't want you on our show. Uh, John from the PVD cast would love to talk to you. <laughs> Love to talk to you, but uh, what's everybody been up to over this four week break we had? Uh, I've I've just been like sitting at home um, where it's safe. I, uh, <laughs> I I like to stay away from the Washington D.C. area. I felt like, <laughs> like just the 2021 came at like you know, last year when you know when the year started, we didn't know that it was going to end up being 2020, but the way this year started, like. It's just going to be hell the entire time. Well, so We don't know that for sure because 2020 technically started in March. So 2021 or 2020. No, that's what I'm saying. Like we had three months in 2020 where it was like, this is going to be a normal yeah. year. Everything's going to be fine. And this year we're just like, nope, we're fucking raiding federal buildings. We're, we're taking now, I think I think the problem is that 2020 is not ready to relinquish power yet. <laughs> so we've got yeah, just yeah. two more months before maybe, things will get back to normal. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, so no, I've just been cowering in my in my house and praying that it'll end soon. <laughs> it's the lost year. <laughs> yeah, it's legit. What have you guys been up to? Did anybody watch Saved by the Bell reboot besides me? No. Why? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I couldn't make it through the whole thing. It, 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 there we go. I, that's fair, man. Um, I didn't really consider myself a fan of it until I got about halfway through the series where it finally found what it wanted to be as far as spoof or serious. But um, no, I thought it was fine. There's a couple of things that really like tickled me there. One was like three people on screen going, no. And then there was Mick sheepishly <laughs> yeah, yeah. going, he made it halfway through before he started liking it. <laughs> Sign of a not great show. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I, I really, really bored. I like the new kids on it. I was like, yeah, yeah, this could be a good show, but you're trying to be so nostalgic with it, and you're turning all these characters 
that let's face facts when you go back and rewatch it wasn't that great of a show yeah those characters <laughs> sucked <laughs> you know like and you're you're putting them in there now and you're making them even worse as human beings so i was like eh, you probably should have just done something on its own rebooted or something yeah the standout in that show is um i'm going to say this name wrong i hope i don't it's Jossie toth the trans actress she was amazing mm. on that show absolutely amazing and i really like the fact that she was playing that on the show but there's no attention drawn to it like there's a quick reference but to everybody on the show she's a female like that i i really loved how they dealt with her and maybe that's part of the reason i really like the show i mean which is good because that's kind of where hopefully the world is going it's like it's just another part of life good it's a person it's a person <laughs> if it makes a person happy then god bless them like yep. seriously but um Anyway, Mike, what have you been up to? Um, for the past four weeks, I mean, you know, holiday stuff, but it's mostly been like video calls with family and things like that. Nothing too drastic. Uh, I've been catching up on a lot of older movies since there weren't that many to enjoy during this year. I I went out to Barnes and Noble last week for the first time in like eight months and got myself a Criterion Blu-ray of Martin Scorsese shorts, so that was fun. Okay. <laughs> I want to get that. It it's interesting. It's a lot of it's some stuff from the seventies. Like he has his documentary Italian American on there, where it's just him interviewing his mom and dad. And his mom, you, if you watch Goodfellas, you've seen her. She's Joe Pesci's mom in the movie. But like his mom is a character and a half, and like you just fall in love with that that lady immediately. And then it's a couple of his student films, which are trippy. Yeah, trippy. Uh, my pets are weird. Says. Hey y'all, good to see your faces. Q. It oh, is, is she a Q conspirator? Oh no. <laughs> Max, don't you you are you are playing with fire, friend. <laughs> uh yes, Mike does clean up very well. I was oh. just about to tell him he was pretty. Oh, oh I also went back and watched some movie, older movies. I watched The Graduate with uh, Dennis uh, Dustin Hoffman, which I had never seen before. And I completely understand the end of Wayne's World a lot better than I did before. I this movie from 1992 so much better now. Wow. And then I watched uh, Delirious with John Candy, a movie that I did not like when I was younger. And what we watched it, I thought it was great. Yeah. That's a good one. You should check out. Do uh, you remember who is Harry Crumb? Yeah, I have not seen it. Nice, very silly John and Candy movie from the eighties. But uh, like when I was a kid, I was like, it was funny for all different reasons. But it's really funny for adults too. I'll have to check it out. I've been going through his uh, filmography recently, trying to see some of the ones I hadn't seen yet. Dan, what have you been up to, man? Oh, um, I've been buying a a, a ton of guitar pedals. <laughs> And and annoying the shit out of my neighbors. So, <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> um, just watching, watching a lot of riff tracks, honestly, because it makes me happy. Oh, I watched No Retreat, No Surrender riff track. Yeah, good, good one. Um, it is you, the sun. <laughs> there's a Jim Cotta one that's really good. There, <laughs> the trip. Yeah, if if you've ever heard or seen Jim Cotta, it's Jim it doesn't really need one, but yeah, it kind of does its own. So <laughs> to speak. What what is your favorite riff tracks? Oh, dude, that's a tough one. 
Um, my favorite mystery science theater is like Pod People or uh, um, oh, the one Ator one. No, <laughs> Cave Dwellers. Rift Tracks. I, I think it's uh, Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> Because of one line, when when the the guy goes, uh, they're they're dead, they're all messed up. He just if they if they get on you, you just beat them off, and they're like, no, no. <laughs> I uh, I think I like that one the best too, and I think it might be part of the reason we saw it live with like a whole group of people. So that I think added to the excitement, either that or Sharknado, yeah. because again, I saw that one with a huge crowd. Well, really curious then, if you don't mind going across, going around the room, people who are familiar with riff tracks, who is your favorite riffer? Ooh. I don't I don't know their names. <laughs> I don't know their names. Oh, sacrilege. <laughs> no um, retreat, no surrender was good too. Thinking about bringing up Van Damnation, why everybody is uh thinking about this. I think Van <laughs> Damnation is going to make the return this year. It rolls off the tongue, that's for sure. Huh. I'm gonna go Kevin. If uh if anybody Kevin always cracks me up. Um yeah, Kevin. And uh, I will say my favorite is Miami Connection. <laughs> Fair enough. Hilarious. Brian Corbett. Brian Corbett. Thank no. You. Bill Corbett. Mike. No. No. Uh, oh Jesus. <laughs> my brain just melted. I, I I don't know what's going on anymore. The main ones are Bill Corbett, Kevin Murphy, and Mike J. Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. So. There you go. I'm gonna go with Mary J. Peel though. I think my yes. my favorite. She ever, she's the best writer in the whole room. Have you ever have you guys have ever seen the Future War version? Uh, Future War episode of uh, Mystery Science Theater two thousand. Yeah. Yes. Where it's so bonkers, they're not even joking. You can actually see the little shadows just go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the Terror Year five thousand. For the whole beginning, it's just like it's like the terror is coming, folks. I, I I promise we may have we may have overstated the terror. <laughs> <laughs> the, the slight fright. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've never watched the full mystery science theater or riff tracks all the way through. Like, oh, uh, yeah, that's not. Anyway. It makes me sad, man. <laughs> I don't like bad movies, even if it's like other people just shit. I mean, <laughs> we are starting to change that though, because because for for Animaniacs, you're 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 much more open to Dan picks. Shadowing soap, I I'm willing to forego my comfort so that you know, like, they can get good content. But uh, you know, and it's only like an hour and a half generally. Yeah. yeah. We can just be like, oh, God, Dan, what the fuck? And then, you know, we have a good episode. Dan, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you guys are watching us, please click that like button and share button. I'd greatly appreciate it. Or if you listen to us on audio, leave that review and yeah. rate us. Thank you. Five five stars is great. If you want to leave us a one star, then leave <laughs> an amazing comment so we Ooh, can whatever. put it on there. Yeah, yeah we big the hate, too. What? <laughs> Just say something. It's fine. Oh, Mick, what is your worst slash favorite um, review you've gotten so far? I'll tell you what ours is in a minute. Oh, review of the scene stops? Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't know. That I love all the bad ones. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like okay. Uh, I don't. I just 
I've got one that called me fat and I was just like, well, that hurts. But at the same time, like, what does that have to do? Like, it was a good, good show, but you're fat. Like, <laughs> I, can I have a glandular problem. <laughs> I have an open refrigerator problem. Yeah, um, I got, I got some problems me. like that too. <laughs> no, it's just it's little stuff like that. Like you get the you get the weird criticisms, <laughs> and it's either like, "Hey, you know, you're really you guys seem really like fun or whatever," and then, uh, but your show is just sucks, and it's just like <laughs> you're either complimenting and tearing us down, or you're tearing us down and then complimenting. <laughs> I can I can do one better than the fat one. Okay, so we got one that was you guys are amazing i absolutely love listening to you guys but if you guys could get rid of all the blacks that would be great and that jewish guy is kind of obnoxious <laughs> they weren't even talking about the podcast they were just saying in general yeah. <laughs> oh my God. could you guys the three geeks take care of this problem that i seem to have with the world I would, you'd have a, a fan for life <laughs> the single fan we murdered everyone yeah, yeah. All, all the blacks and the Jews. <laughs> that that one, just that one Jew. I'd have I'd have to say the one video that seems to be getting dogpiled even to this day on my site is me and Katie's review of the Wonder Woman NBC pilot, and I'm oh. I'm I'm just more amazed. I'm like, there's a lot of people who are big fans of this show of this pilot. I guess <laughs> cool. I thought it looked like crap, but. Yeah. Okay, good on y'all. And then the one weird comment I got recently, and this has nothing to do with my looks now, but they said, "Dude, shave your wanna beard." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, Aww. I'm getting to that." Like, honestly, that was the plan, but thanks for reminding me. No problem. Yeah. Took care of it. We're good. I mean, there, there should be no COVID beard shaming. I feel like you can allow a person to have their COVID beard, like regardless of how it looks. That that that's not cool. I I no. I'm gonna stand up for you on that one, Mike. I, I was <laughs> deliver truth. I was kind of hoping we'd all make it to the day that we're, we open up again and everyone just emerges from their apartments looking like they're Howard Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> like even, even little even little babies, they have like a fake beard on and this long straggly hair. They just wander out. They're like, I've never seen the sun before. This is amazing. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was actually planning on keeping my beard, but I went to shave yesterday and I accidentally took off half of the mustache. Oh. <laughs> So it all yes, had to go because I'm not running yeah. around like I'm not gonna be that guy who has a beard but no mustache. Shut I, up! <laughs> Dang! You know, I'm, I'm call the Logan. Call him out. But yours, Max. We were told that we, we weren't allowed to shave for, for COVID. If you listen to Max, so. <laughs> he has rules. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, sir, but I, I I make a really shitty beard on the sides. So no. <laughs> a Civil War general. My, my yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what I affectionately call the the douchebag beard. <laughs> the one, the one little line that goes down and down. You, you see guys that 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 have that, and they, they've got like tats that like support it because they're so so sad that they they can't grow a real beard. <laughs> Sorry, listeners that may or may not have that. <laughs> At least you're sympathizing, right? You're with them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, that made him so angry, Dad. They're gonna chug their Monster Energy drink and get oh, right no. the comments. <laughs> Listen, you got the fucking four wheeler driver. <laughs> My dirt bike coming for you, sir. Uh, Max and I um, watched uh, Marvel's Legends yesterday on Marvel's Disney Show. Yeah, and it was just a clip show. It, they did a good job editing. I thought the editing was fantastic. Yeah, for a freaking trailer, like like. Uh, 
Okay, I can cut up scenes of stuff that I've already seen. Like it's not. <laughs> it wasn't anything. It was just a freaking like. Hey, remember when you saw this? Hey, remember when you saw that? But, so, like, is it supposed to be like a documentary, or is it just basically like puff piece for? It's no. It's just it's like a previously okay, on. If you did not know, if, if somehow you watched all the Marvel stuff and completely forgot who um, Scarlet Witch is. Here, here's all the things that she did. He's just like literally every scene with her in it. And it's funny because there's two episodes up. There's one for Scarlet okay. Witch, and the second one is for Vision. And Max and I looked at each other and was like, it's going to be the same thing as the Scarlet yeah, Witch. Right. right. Yeah, they're the same. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. In every scene together. But uh, it, it was fine. As long as you go into it knowing that you're just getting a really well produced previously on, then. Okay. Previously on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, it, so it's for those specific characters in that specific universe. It's not like the history of the Scarlet Witch as a character that in general. Cool. No. Yeah. So like what they're doing now, they're doing it for WandaVision. And then they're going to do it for Bucky and Winter Soldier. Or Winter Soldier and Falcon. And then they're going to do it for Loki and so on and so forth. So, That's um, a shame. Because honestly, like, you know, the history of some of those characters, just oh, the yeah. meta history, is pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Like, hey, Scarlet <laughs> Witch... Um, used to be Magneto's kid, isn't Magneto's kid. Oh, wait, she's Magneto's kid now because writers can't make up their mind. That's an interesting topic. <laughs> I, I, I really want to see the Thor one of that. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Thor, Thor used to be a doctor who walked into a cave during the Moonmen invasion and then found a stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'm sure there's like some pretty well done YouTube videos you can find. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but, for sure. Uh, yeah, but it, it didn't come straight from Marvel Studios, though. Right. Yeah. So they, That's they, why they, they paid somebody so much more to do such a shittier job. Well, like, <laughs> it's it's like it's like you know the the Star Wars special features on all the new stuff now. Like it's all glossy and shiny, and it's like everyone yeah. has a fantastic time making these movies. Compare right. that to like the Lucas prequel special features, where you see Lucas basically crying about how the final cut of Phantom Menace looks. <laughs> like, it's like, it's not real. It's like, this is all like glossy, shiny, like mm. propaganda for the product. Whereas back in the day, man, people knew how to put together special features, show people bleeding and crying and sweating. It's like, yeah, I just, yeah, speaking of that, I watched the Lord of the Rings special features that are on YouTube from the, there was like hour and a half long each. It, yeah. it was amazing. It was great. Uh, Sean Aston got glass shoved in his foot walking through a river. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, he sure did. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I just it sucks that like we don't get that anymore. Even on Blu-rays, like it just doesn't seem the same as when DVDs are coming out. Uh, I will say the the criterion. You were talking about this earlier. The Criterion label they do are they are able to pad up a DVD or Blu-ray with, with some interesting special features, like that rival the feature themselves. So. At least that's going on, but yeah, like everything is so like proper and polished these days. Like, <laughs> well, nobody wants to say anything, you know, negative, right? Thing because there, there goes their job. <laughs> and I hit social media, you're not going to get a job for a couple of years for sure. <laughs> you know, you get a job with like Disney, and they're like, oh, well, I, I see that you've uh, said, you know, this stuff about when you were making this movie ten years ago. <laughs> I remember yeah. uh, the comment. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, Sorry. Uh, you remember um, we were talking about reviews before. This wasn't so much a review as a Twitter thing. And I ran into my hole real quick. I made fun of, after Charlie's Angels, I made fun of Kristen Stewart. Oh, no. 
<laughs> Let me tell you something about Twitter. Don't make fun of Kristen. Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm out of here. Like it's, it's to the point that we're like, even Kristen Stewart would be like, okay, guys, take it easy. Yeah, like, I get it. Relax. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was just like, I just don't think she's a good actress. Like, it wasn't even yeah. like, that was it. I was there. My whole for a week. <laughs> <laughs> You're entitled to your taste. It's all good. Thanks a lot, Fred. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Thanks, Fred. Um, I'm always reminded of like the commentary of uh, what was it Armageddon with Ben Affleck, where he's talking about like, okay, so what's the logic? Is that like they're gonna send miners up there or oil drillers <laughs> to to drill a hole in the asteroid? How does that in but they're gonna fly a shuttle too? It's like how does the logistics of that work? And he says like Michael Bay told him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, bring it back to those days in the commentary tracks when yeah. people were just cursing at each other all the time and which is also a criterion release. <laughs> if I could it's a criterion well, release. To, yes, because uh back the in Rock the nineties, Criterion wanted to get because they were just starting out, so they needed to get some money so they could do what they want are doing now so they released quite a few mainstream movies as criterion like robocop has a criterion release well, i can see robocop, RoboCop deserves a criterion yeah, release. That, that's <laughs> i would have put i mean the rock is in the criterion collection but i that makes more sense to me than armageddon honestly yeah like i, I, I feel because the rock's where he had a stride like kind of on the same playing field mm -hmm. yeah. my face off Criterion oh. release. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I uh, my kid asked me about Armageddon the other day, and I had to explain it to him. And I had the hardest time explaining it to him. I'm like, it's about oil drillers that have to go up to an asteroid and, and drill into it. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> because, <laughs> because they're the best at drilling. Yeah, because <laughs> astronauts cannot learn how to drill things quick enough oh. to do things. Oh. At least. At least you have to explain that part. At least that part's easy to explain. You don't have to explain... Um, and astronauts can't handle that. Yeah. You don't have to explain like the scene where Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck are making out to Liv Tyler's dad singing. Yeah. Like, Is that the movie where Bruce Willis started to give up? Started to. Was started to. Yeah. I, I think it started with Die Hard 2. No. Die Hard 3 is great, man. I... I, I enjoyed that. Die Hard 1 through 3. The, the yeah. rest don't really exist. <laughs> I don't really exist. only gave up by yeah. 4, but I don't know where yeah. the line is. I would say after after Six Sense or somewhere halfway through Six Sense. Yeah, yeah. He, he's tranquilized through half of Six Sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm dead and nobody knows it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> three I'm <laughs> I don't need to act anymore. <laughs> oh, oh. Sorry for uh God, how how old is that? Oh, old man. enough to not be spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> old enough that it's become a meme in and of itself. Spoilers, I have a rule on the scene snobs. If it is older than three years, I don't care if you've seen it or not. Okay. You have plenty of time. It's like, yeah. Oh, I did watch Soul recently. Oh hmm. <laughs> how was that? It was okay. Can you spoil it for us? Uh, Does it have any pepper? <laughs> yeah. The spoiler is facing like a guy dies who doesn't think he should be dead, and no. uh, he finds his way back to <laughs> back to Earth and, and, and does the thing. And it's so, basically about like life is for living, you know, like so, like the sixth sense, basically. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, okay, Mike. <laughs> does, it, does it have scary bits in it? No. You know, like, oh. Oh, well, like is, this, is this is Disney Pixar, right? This is like a, yeah, Pixar. Yeah. So like, this is probably like the least emotionally affecting of the Pixar movies that I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it, I was just like, oh, okay. You know, like there's no like up scene. You're like in the beginning. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, this lovely couple dead. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's a that's a giant kicking the balls, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, do you think Pixar's kind of run its course with emotional heartstring pulling moments because they are like so strong? I feel like this one was just be like they can be like, see, we're not always doing that, you know. <laughs> The next one is gonna kick you right in the nuts again. As far as just like, oh, this is so sad, and then like we make a movie out of it. It's just nothing but killing puppies. It's like the one hundred one nominations murder. Like it just isn't. Isn't this like the second Pixar movie to talk about death? Or was Co- Coco? Coco was Disney Studios itself, or was Coco Pixar? Yeah, I mean, movie? Coco was like the Day of the Dead, right? Or yeah, Coco. But yeah. like, but they don't have like. It's not like a scary, like. Feel a view of it, you know, like with Coco. Right. It's it's very, it's more like the Mexicans look at you know the Day of the Dead and and, and the the you know Afterworld and all that stuff. Like um, so it's like you know they're they're going to see their family and stuff like that, and then it's yeah. not like yeah. a, a scary like oh death is you know wrong. It's a celebration. Like bad. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's like an, it's an interesting <laughs> feeling you get just because like you're like yeah everyone's dead but it's cool you know <laughs> that's fine. Oh, but yeah, this one was, make yeah, really happy. when they're in the, the after, like when they're in the the before, actually, because like it's a, they, it's a soul that it's about a soul who doesn't want to go to Earth to live because she's like, well, there's nothing really there, like you know, there's no point to living when I could just be, <laughs> and and that's fine. And uh, then you know, uh, the Jamie Fox character has got to teach her like. You know why he's trying so hard to get back to Earth. You know, and she doesn't understand, and so it's a it's a whole different thing. But uh, but yeah, you don't feel bad about anybody, and then nothing super crazy tragic happens, even though this dude died. But like, <laughs> it was pretty lighthearted. I saw it too. It was pretty like it wasn't. He just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so it was it was good though. I, I definitely dug it. As far as a free movie, it's the it's the best free movie release that I've seen so far. <laughs> well, how, how do you think compared to Mulan? Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, no, I, compared to Mulan, I would watch this movie ten times over Mulan. Okay, don't sit there and tell me that you're not going to animate a dragon and then animate a quote unquote phoenix that doesn't do anything. Okay, like. <laughs> All right, Max. Max, here's the test. Rate them. Mulan, Wonder Woman, Soul. Go. Uh, if I had to watch them, if I had to sit down and watch all three, like what, what order would they be in? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna watch Wonder Woman first because it's the worst, and then Mulan, and then Soul. And, I mean, like Mulan really only makes me mad because I paid so much for it. Thirty dollars for it. Yeah. But if it, had, if it had been free, then. Oh. You know, like that would be a, a different story. Okay, well, let's rate them then: Wonder Woman, <laughs> Mulan, but you still have to pay for it, and Soul. <laughs> okay, so then I would have to, I'd have to watch Mulan first, and and get that out of the way, and just be ang- so so angry. <laughs> but only because my money is gone. Like it's it's fucking shitty. 
And then and then I'll watch Wonder Woman and I'll be like, well, at least I didn't pay for it. And then I'll watch Soul and I'll be like, all right, I have to didn't pay for it. <laughs> Coco was a Pixar movie. Oh, okay. 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 Nice. That'd be a cool, like, you know, we were doing this month ago or so the idea of like the film festival that'd be kind of a cool film festival it's like make a features out of like coco soul uh six cents uh beetlejuice you know a bunch of like afterlife movies i'm down but not not like strictly horror but afterlife movies so grace what dreams may come can can we match them all in into the same movie no because yeah I'm sure with the right amount of effort and drinking, we could figure something out. Yes. Well, no, here's how it works. The, the dude from Soul is a jazz musician, right? Yeah. So he teams up with some of the characters from Coco because that, that's about music as well and, you know, Mexican heritage. So they do sort of like a maybe a jazz samba type of like amalgamation. Then you work and in like Bruce. Cat. No, well, Bruce Willis. <laughs> is like the front man of the group and then they have to do shake 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 senora <laughs> oh okay okay so there you go yeah ghost, ghost that's cool oh god ghost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotta... <laughs> and someone's in the background making a pot <laughs> yeah. in a very sexy way salsa dancing oh, then the little lady from uh uh you know, poltergeist shows up perfect Man, we're just nailing it. This is two hours of gold right here. <laughs> yeah, you broke, you broke him. You know, Dan, I was Thank wondering you, how you tie all the movies together and you just presented the perfect way. How is you guys not a horror? Call us, Hollywood. We got you. Damn it, Dan, I got beer in my nose. <laughs> is that a yeast infection? Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, so, I'm having quick, you guys are doing awesome, and I love the show. I'm gonna hop off though. I gotta go pick up my kids. So um, ah, your kids will be fine. Hang out with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really quick though, I'm not like that I prefer to or anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> since, since we're gonna become part of your great network, what can we expect over at uh, the Scene Snobs? Uh, great shows like this. Otherwise, nothing. <laughs> uh no i mean we're just uh, continuing to build uh, it's going great i mean we got live shows every week rebroadcast shows um every night we have something so yeah guys everybody uh check out the scene snobs.com we have our uh full schedule up there and um you know you guys are on there and uh just i again i i can't thank you guys enough to want to be a part of it and help me build it up you know you guys are great Thank you, sir. Thank we you, appreciate it. The kind words. Check out the scenesnobs.com. Good seeing you, dude. All right. Take care, guys. Hopefully we can See you, man. Yeah, he's a cool, cool guy. But, um, yeah, we've done 34 minutes with zero topics planned. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I do want to run back to Soul just real fast. Did it bother anybody yeah. that they didn't have an intro like animation? Because that's one of my favorite things of Pixar. Like it didn't have like one of those intro oh, like a short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because uh, because the 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 last short where the the kids the dumpling or whatever just like <laughs> right, I'm good. I'm good. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what what was what? that on? You don't you don't oh. appreciate people anthropomorphizing your food. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your juice sausage party. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a buy. Is that what it's called? Bow. Bow. Yeah. Um, oh. 
but I can't remember what the what movie it was on. <laughs> Is it a bowel movement? Oh god, yeah, it's, it's not even a Pixar <laughs> film. It's some random <laughs> movie. But uh, yeah, no, I wasn't. Wasn't Incredibles two? May um, I want to say yeah, maybe Incredibles two. It was a couple years huh. back. How did I not see that then? You're not missing well, much. I mean. <laughs> It kind of makes sense because you know if it's just going to streaming right away, like you can just make those shorts available as their own series, yeah. right? No, that's but, how they get. But, that's how they get the premium. It's like if you want the short, you pay thirty bucks. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Never Speaking again. Of shorts. Never again. I need more uh, uh, Forky Ask the Question shorts. <laughs> oh my! Those God. are great, and I love them. <laughs> Absolutely. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how was that terrible? He's a cute fork, and he asks questions, and then they're, they're always stupid answers. Has anybody watched Amazing Stories on Apple TV yet? No. The first episode was really good. I'm watching uh, To Tell the Truth right now, or Truth Be Told. I can't Truth remember. Be told. Truth Be Told. It's got um, Octavia Spencer, Aaron Paul, and um, uh, Chris... Uh, Chris Cooper and um, God, I'm doing really good with that this guy. She was Man. in uh, the latest season of Castle Rock. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look. Lizzie Kathy Kaplan. It's got Lizzie Kaplan in it. It's a oh, good okay. show wow. so far. Very good show. Great cast. Aaron Paul plays a. Uh, he was like 15 or 16 when he gets convicted of murder. His dad testified yeah. against him, and Does as that do it as they and um. He's been in jail. He joins the uh, Aryan Brotherhood. Octavia Spencer comes in to, you know, try to help him because she's part of the reason he got put in prison. And she sees the Nazi tattoos on his arm. And he's like, you know, you helped this. I, I do what I have to do to survive in prison. It's a really good show. And I highly recommend it to, to anyone out there so far. I mean, I might get to the ending and it might be like Castle Rock season one where I absolutely hate everything that happened. Uh, would, would you prefer, a sh I, I think I prefer a shitty beginning to a shitty ending, but uh, I mean, like, it, it's still, like, when something's good all the way up to the end. Yeah. Or would you prefer no. something to be like, like, would you prefer, like, a shitty most of the story, but a great ending? Yeah, I prefer or, it strong. Like, I, I probably, probably wouldn't watch yeah. it if it had a shitty, like, yeah, intro. That, that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, like, like I would rather it... it, it it started shitty, but then mm -hmm. I wouldn't finish it. Especially uh, if there's a planned but, ending. Yeah, it, the it's trajectories going somewhere. It's it's so much better than 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 having something just shit the bed at the end, though. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what could you be talking about, Dan? Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm watching things. Rebels right now. <laughs> Wonder Woman, Castle Rock was the same way. Well, Game of Thrones, maybe yeah, King Bran. No, no, actually, <laughs> I, I I don't agree with 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 like everybody with that one, because that that was more budget constraints. I kind of like the ending. <laughs> well, no, like my problem with the Game of Thrones ending is, it's it's all fast traveled. Yeah, that, like, I mean it's it's the, definitely the rushed. Beats, the beats that they make are good, but that we get them all like just back to back, and there's no real like. For the story that it took so long to take, and that I had the ending yeah. be so short, is you know to complete yeah. all of these different things was was uh, a mistake to me. Like, yeah, I, I think they're rushing to Star Wars, and they screwed that up. Yeah, and, and then they lost their Star Wars. Yeah, they lost their Star Wars. Yeah. But I mean, 
if you go back to like like TV shows like Lost, like like everybody bitched and heed and hawed about the end of that. But but how honestly are you going to end that fucking thing? I mean, well, it's hard. It's super hard. But they make a lot of money to figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But but I mean, you're not going to make like most people happy because no. it it ended and the the whole thing was based on you know the the suspense of what's going to happen next. Yeah. So you're 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 building yourself up for, for failure in some yeah. way. Yeah. No, well, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. Is that you're not you're definitely not going to satisfy everybody. No. It's just there there are just moments, especially in like long form storytelling with TV, where you're kind of like anyone could see the writing on the wall with certain stories or certain shows, yeah. and when they kind of don't go that way in a way that kind of would make sense for say the world or the characters that's when you get yeah. a lot of people being like well that was a bunch of waste of time basically <laughs> prison break <laughs> we break out of prison we go back to prison yep. we break out of prison we go I'm back to prison, prison. Yep. Yep. <laughs> prison break that's one of those shows where i'm just like man you can't name it that you know like no, no. after they break out of prison the show is not prison break anymore now tough guys with dumbass tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I want to share this quick video from. I want to show everybody what's coming next from uh, Mike McGee TV. Yeah. So let's go ahead and hold on. I just forgot to hit play sound. My bad. See, just because it's oh a new year doesn't mean my. Hey, we're learning. We're learning. Still. 2021 year of growth. Is this right. a fake trailer again? Fake trailer. Taco Bell. <laughs> I owe all of you an apology. I keep promising to expand my horizons and offer a wider array of content for those of you who watch and enjoy. I keep promising this to you and I keep promising it to myself. And last year was no exception. But, as you might have known, last year probably wasn't the most opportune time to fulfill promises. Like a lot of people, I kind of just got lost in the shuffle and became overwhelmed with how incredibly isolating and bleak the days seemed. And that inadvertently affected the kind of content or quality of content that I brought to you. I can't help but feel that I could have done more. Because when things seemed exceptionally bleak, that was when I would turn on the familiar. Those moments and opportunities I had to share in something truly special and creative with people I care about. People who continue to challenge and fuel my creative process. And I also look back on the chances I took when it came to perhaps presenting a more serious side of myself, or a more in-depth perspective on the media that I love. 
want to do more. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to challenge myself to take new risks. I challenge myself to expand my horizons. And challenge all of you to come along with me on that journey. I can't guarantee that they'll all be successes, but all I can do is try. All I can do is fulfill a promise. So, here we go. Well, now I'm sad because Mike was sad. Oh, no, we're not really sad. It was just more like meditative. Like, if anything, you oh. should have all just been like chilling out, having yourself some edibles and just being like, yeah. Oh. But no, uh, yeah. So I'm going to try some different stuff this year, basically. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Max I can't hear you, he's still muted. <laughs> Good job to mute all everybody. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, my favorite part was when I got to see myself and, um, yeah, that was very nice. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for that, Mike. I, sure. I think you should have gone, the only criticism I have, you should have gone full David Lynch and had us all watch you shave your entire beard. Oh my yeah. God. Well, no, I mean, honestly, I was a little bit inspired because Martin Scorsese did do a short called, uh, the close shave. Uh, or the big shave, or I can't remember the title off the top of my head, but it was basically like he just filmed this dude like shaving and shaving and shaving until like blood, he just starts bleeding all over the place. And it's obviously like fake blood, but it's supposed apparently it's a short film that's supposed to be metaphorical, like it's supposed to represent the conflict in Vietnam or something. Oh, so, sure. Oh, my pets are weird is sending so many virtual hugs to Mike. Cool, yay. <laughs> Yay. But no, basically what I meant by that was like, you know, I make this promise every year to be like, I'm going to diversify my content and try new ideas and stuff. And I always end up just relegating to, I'm going to film myself talking about this movie that came out. I'm like, I'll still do that. But this year, I especially after this past year where I could have been productive, but I just ended up like resorting to the easiest things to do. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try some more challenging stuff. So like essays will be coming out more frequently. And in those essays, I'm going to try to be a little bit more, say, cinematic and actually try to tell a story perhaps through them as opposed to just being like sitting here and like, here's why I think Citizen Kane is underrated. How <laughs> <laughs> is Citizen Kane underrated? I, I, I'm kind of curious about this. <laughs> well, there's a whole laundry list of why you should be checking out this movie even more. <laughs> but, no, but that's good shit. That's good shit. I've decided, um, I did show you everybody's noticed this year so far is I have I'm not gonna get overly political on my Facebook page. But if I see something that I don't oh, agree good. with, I will comment on it moving forward because there's just some things that need a response. Like I felt like I had to say something about what happened on the sixth, regardless of how anybody felt about it. And for me, that is a major thing because I don't like conflict at all. I would rather just smile and move on. But the fact that I'm going to do this is going to bring a little bit more conflict into my life than I'm probably ready for, but we'll see. Hmm. I mean, you know, that's that's adulting and 
in general terms is conflict these days. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of uh, the highlights of 2021 so far is I finally hung out with Justin in person. <laughs> I mean, it was for uh, this podcast we were editing, but we still mm-hmm. still hung out for like a brief second. Sure did. It's a good time. I'll be happy when uh, when I can uh, get because I you know, I used to go over to Justin's for uh, pull. For the pool, and then you know, like dance for for uh, Animaniacs, and uh, I'll be happy when that's just a little easier to do and a little less yeah, more uh, consistent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel less like I don't know. I'm I'm kind of becoming like a hypochondriac. Like it's it's slowly like happening where I'm like less <laughs> less willing to, to do yeah. things. Like, Someone coughs around you. You're like, you need to get the f away from me. I think I think that's gonna definitely be something a lot of people take away from the past year is we're going to be approaching our hygiene and how we interact with each other vastly different. We're not just going to go back to the whole, like, Hey, I'm going to hug your dirty ass. Like I used to, (laughs) it's going to be more like, okay, I'm going to go out for a while. If I'm out in the place for more than like half an hour, I'm definitely showering when I get home or something like that. (laughs) Give me Purell. Give me hand sanitizer. Yeah. Like everyone will be carrying hand sanitizer. (laughs) Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if people kept like a spare mask in their pocket or something like that. I went out to get breakfast today and I go to put on my mask and I already had a mask on. (laughs) (laughs) I've done that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The, only, there. the only time it really bothers me is when I'm at like the grocery store <laughs> and, and people like can't follow the goddamn lines. And mm. then, and then, you know, they're, they, they got their mask on, but it's not covering their nose and their kids are running around touching everything. Yeah. And I just want to want to start screaming at them and beat them to death with the, <laughs> Me too. The five pound bag of rice I just picked up, but no, <laughs> no I can't do that. You're gonna learn today. <laughs> I don't understand the mask thing. Like it's not hard to do. Like I was no, at it's not. People are people are freaking retarded. Sorry. I was at Meyer two months ago, and a guy had his mask around his neck. Yeah, I'm wearing it's a mask on. though. It's on. Yeah. See. It's I don't know yeah it's it's part of that whole mentality of like I'm not I actually don't have it so bad like actual people in the world do but I got to complain about something yeah like part of it's that part of it's just sheer idiocy and ignorance and everything like that I have luckily um, never really liked going out so right now the pandemic- <laughs> you're living a dream right now. Has no, it just reinforced it. It's made me want to go out less than I did before. Like before, I would find reasons to do things. Now I don't want to go out because I don't want to deal with people because they're running around like idiots. It's not that hard to wear a mask. I I get it. If you don't want to wear a mask, then don't go out. Amazon delivers, Walmart delivers, Kroger delivers, like everybody delivers. So don't go out. If you don't want to wear a mask, just don't go out. It's so simple. And I have to wear one at work every day. Okay, so I I don't want to hear people bitch that oh no I can't go to the you know, grocery store or Walmart or something to wear a mask. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, if you're like what, what I what I don't get is people are like the mask doesn't work or they don't believe it. I'm like oh okay, so then next time you're getting surgery, how about the surgeons and the nurses? None of them wear masks. Yeah. How how about when <laughs> like 
we, we we've known that they help for a long time. Or else, like the healthcare professionals would not have to wear them in there every day, like whatever. You know, like yeah. it, it's it's very interesting to me how it's like, oh, now it's a problem when when we've obviously known that the, it does something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's whatever. Like I don't think we need to get into that any anymore. Like, I hope I get to meet you guys one day. You will. I'm sure you will. Probably. And uh, nothing wrong with a double mask. Thank you. That's, <laughs> that's double up. With yeah. everything I just said, I am extremely excited to get back to some normalcy so I can start going to cons again. Like, I know yeah, that's like completely against nice. everything I just said. Yeah, yeah. I hate people. I don't like conflict. Yeah, personal conflict. hygiene is definitely not a plus in the con area. Yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I can't imagine what con COVID would be like. Oh. The thing is, you'd think a lot of like nerds and stuff would love this time because it's like, oh, cool. I get to just put on my Spider-Man mask in public and not get judged. Right? Yeah. You know, I've, I've never seen anyone in full cosplay now, and it, it would be the time to do it. Yeah. I, I, I got a Chewbacca mask that looks like like the bottom half is like hey. Chewbacca. I fucking love that thing. I, I, I mean, it, it's a great mask, and, and, I, and like, when, I, when I wear it out, people are like, oh, nice mask. I'm like, yeah, masks are cool. I don't understand why people are, are like the backlash on this. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's it's extra it's extra sign space, you know what I'm saying? So if you have a brand or whatever, like you throw that on your mask, like like this this is opportunity, and nobody and everyone's just looking at yeah. the bad side. Yeah, <laughs> true. All right, everybody, we are going to take our five to ten minute break. On the other side, I believe John Orlando is actually going to be joining us, That's and awesome. we are going to talk about our favorite things from 2020. Oh god. <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> things from 2020. Oh god. Entertainment. <laughs> it doesn't have to be made in 2020. It's just what you watched during all the craziness. <laughs> sure. oh. I was about to say get ready for 30 seconds of discussion. Yes. <laughs> I hate it. Heated debate. <laughs> there aren't any bodies in my backyard. All right, everybody. Here's a clip from yeah, our the many bodies. Andy. Everybody, we'll see you soon. I look so thrilled. Oh, shit. You probably want audio on that. We could take that argument. We could take that relationship. We could take the same characters and in the second beat, um, develop that same scene or have another scene about fighting brothers or have another scene about whatever. And that would be the, the second beat. And then the third beat, I could take anything from anywhere and try and connect those dots. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. it, it basically it's, it's a way of, of, of um, structuring story uh and it's just one way to do improv it's um it's it's i haven't done it in a long time um but uh the improv i was doing primarily towards the end was like a short form and a long form where you just do various scenes it can have a bunch of different structures you can do whatever you want with it and uh, but uh the herald was basically that and ucb that's their structure from what i understand and from what i took away from it is they're going to teach you how to do the herald and you go through four levels of learning how to do that. Um, and then there's their theaters, you know, uh, they'll have a Herald night where you get to see a Herald perform or they'll have a short form night or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, I, I've kind of, you know, it's fun when, when comedy was really up and going before all of this, it was nice to bounce around to a bunch of different theaters and perform and, and do all kinds of things. That's what I miss most during this pandemic is comedy. Max and I, we braved the storm to go to the comedy club here to watch Josh Wolf. And 
Yeah, I, I realized like how much I actually miss it because it got me out of the house. I have not really left my house since this whole COVID thing started. Yeah, I'm much home. I don't want to get sick. My mom, my mom just got over cancer, so I, and she still insists on seeing me. So I'm trying to keep my distance from as many people as possible. But I, I, I could not go. Like I wanted to go to the comedy club so bad. It was yeah. like four months after the pandemic started, and I was starting to itch to get out. Yeah. And, and that was really cool. And, you know, like you have like Dave Chappelle doing his thing out in the cornfield in, in uh, uh, northern Ohio. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't realize how much you need. Like, you know, that, like when we were there and just laughing and, and having a good time, like it, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing how much you miss. Like, you don't even realize you miss it that much until, you know, you, right. you get a little taste of it back. But uh, it was, it was good. Um, do, do you feel like like improv like I I, I dabbled little dabble in the stand up oh. comedy, but do you feel like improv is sort of like that where it's like it's easy to to not hit and very hard to just carry it along literally the whole time? Because I, sure, I find that very interesting. Yeah, yeah, you're you're. I agree. I think improv and stand up um, are are both very different things. Right. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people think that there's a similarity to them because it's under the veil of comedy, right? And um, I, I, I never, I think I, I hosted a comedy show once where I had to write jokes, but I realized that I'm not a stand-up, and I really respect stand-ups, you know, because it's like they dedicate their whole life to this art form, and it's the same for for you know improv too. Like you have to dedicate, you know. I always say that you. Um, Improv's like a yoga practice. You know, you're going to do it. You could potentially be doing it your whole life. So it's like there's going to be times, even when you're like at the top of your game, that your hips might still be super tight, you know, because you haven't done it in a while. So, yeah, you could be like really good and still suck, you know, in improv. And that's kind of what I like about it. And that's, I think, the same in stand up. I think from what I understand with stand up, it's like you got to get into the rhythm and the beat of your jokes and the architecture of your joke and all that and, and, and your set. And in improv, um, you have to be really attentive, paying attention in the moment. All these big concepts and words people throw at you at classes and schools that like don't fucking hit me when I first hear them. But it isn't until like I had this one coach, this guy Jason, who I, I did my show with at Second City, he just explained it so well and about you know, tension relief. And it's like, I think that this relates to all performance, but it's like you, the audience is nervous when someone walks onto stage. They're just like nervous. They're kind of like, all right, what are you going to do? Unless they have faith in you, unless you're like, you know, a huge comedian, you know what I mean? And, and so if you're just a nobody or a random improv team, the audience is like, ha yeah, all right. Like, and it's, it's the job of the performer to, play with that tension, but really relax everybody and with confidence say like, Hey, don't worry. I know what I'm doing. No. And we all know what we're doing. And in improv, we got each other's backs. We're going to watch out for each other. We are going to do our very best to make this funny. And, um, once you get past that element, which a lot of teams miss and I missed for years of just like letting everybody know we got this, <laughs> we're going to perform in front of you. Then you can start playing with things. And then you can start playing with the pressure and the tension. And then that's where it can get tricky. A lot of people, I think, jump to the tricky stuff first, which is cool. But, uh, you know, the audience won't be on board. I, I, I went to a stand-up night here, actually, 
Um, and I, uh, it was uh, at an outdoor event, and um, I, I was so surprised. There's some comedians who got it, and they were just like, no, everyone's been locked in. I'm just going to please everybody. And then there were some comics who were like trying really difficult material, and I was like, no one was laughing, and I was like, oh, man, but that's a stand-up. You know, they want to try. They got to keep working it, you know, and that's the art of it. So, um, you know, I... I I, I do know what you're talking about in regards to that feeling of, of shakiness uh, because I felt it all the time. I still do. Um, I just think with improv over the times, I've kind of gone like, well, I think I've got a few little tricks in my back pocket that if it's going south, I can like always turn on like a blowhard, you know, car salesman. All right, everybody. You know, I always like in an improv scene, I always pretend to smoke a cigarette. And I think that I don't smoke, but I think it's because like that's me like calming myself down. So I'll be on stage. You guys watch Westworld last night? Yes. And then the audience goes, oh, okay, car salesman, having a break, talking about Westworld, whatever. You know, I don't know. That's my little cheat. That's, that's great, though. <laughs> I smoke a big cigarette to make myself feel better. That's <laughs> <laughs> all, you know, uh, yeah. What the hell are you talking about, buddy? No. <laughs> I, I got one more question for you. Um, okay. I used to watch this show every week. Um, you were involved with uh, supplying the voice for Camp Candy. Yeah, yeah. I want to know, what was that like going into the uh, vocal booth at such a young age? Um, well, you know, that that's like a different lifetime ago, but it, it's still a part of my journey, man. Um, I, my dad, you know, created this show in the height of animation in the, in the, in the, early 90s you know and i think it was late 80s early 90s you know and he was really um you know when i look back on his career you know he was doing a radio show he had an animation he was owner of a canadian football team he was really spreading himself out there as a you know a successful uh, businessman uh, entertainer whatever you want to call it and he went into animation and camp candy um yeah, I think he did it partially for my sister and I because we were both kids and we were obsessed with Saturday morning cartoons like we all were. I think he saw that. and um, But then on top of it, I think he really wanted to tell um, his stories about camp. You know, and, and when you watch those, it's just, you know, pretty basic, right? You know. <laughs> that was such a fun interview to do. We're back. But um, Chris is great. If you want to hear more about his time working on uh, Camp Candy and just his fascinating career over the last few years, check out our interview with him. We actually have his sister, Jim Candy, coming on later this week. So looking forward to that. We were supposed to interview her last on the 6th. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't think it would be a good time to do a fun interview i think it would have been a lot of fun I, i'm gonna have to like, yeah. you on that one. <laughs> just because we all thought washington dc was gonna burn down yeah but uh chris was a great guy check out his podcast bumper to bumper i have and it's so much fun to listen to but uh we're back we're gonna talk about some things we liked from 2020 and uh covid's not gonna be one of them I mean, it may be. I guess maybe it could be on my list. It's not on my list. They haven't made any movies about COVID yet, which surprises me with Hollywood. 
I think they had they had that nine eleven movie like in production on nine twelve, didn't they? No, they had they had they have this thing called Lockdown that's coming out. It's about uh it's got like Anne Hathaway and Chewetel Gia four like moving contraband around during a lock you know lockdown and so forth quarantine. They had Corona Zombies one and two. Did they? Yeah, they yeah. Had those, which I enjoyed, but it wasn't about COVID like specifically. <laughs> Just doing a seance through Zoom, huh? which I will not ever do a seance through Zoom. Why not? Are you, are, you, are, are you opposed to Zoom or are you opposed to seance? I'm opposed to I mean, seance. We could do one right now. <laughs> unless, I mean, unless we're all here, here, Jason. It'll be unless, fine. Unless the seance gets me an interview with uh, Sammy Davis Jr., then I might sure. think about sitting down. I mean, I can promise a lot of things and just make it up. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you're going to be killed by sticking your own arm in a blender. Uh, I've had a lot of things promised to me over the last three months that never came true, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, speaking of, next week we have a new what? segment coming to the podcast. <laughs> it's called Ohio Fanboys, and we have stand-up comedian Jeff DeWaskin joining us to uh, just geek out about fanboy Ohio. stuff. <laughs> is is this going to happen, or is this not going to happen now? Fanboys from Ohio. <laughs> With that intro, I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be like four Ohio fanboys just going on and on about John Glenn. Wow, <laughs> my favorite Ashley brothers. <laughs> Woody Hayes. Woody Hayes is a big Ohio fan. <laughs> Pete Rose. We can go on and on about Pete yes. Rose. Yes. Put him in the Hall of Fame. LeBron. Some senator or other, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Pete Rose. Huh? I have a VHS tape of him winning the uh, championship. Oh, yeah. This is a preview of Ohio. And then, and then going to the bookies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break my legs, please. He, he always bet on himself. <laughs> if he had bet against himself, that would be a different thing. I think you should be allowed to bet on yourself. I don't know. I think I agree with you, Max. Like I, I okay. The, the company is willing to pay me a million dollars, but I think I'm so good, I'm willing to bet my own million dollars in order to make three more million dollars that I'll win. Like, I, I don't see how that that you know, hurts the game in a, in a negative way. Like when you're you know betting that you'll win, like you have to try now. Uh, speaking of Ohio <laughs> fanboys, the Browns are playing the Steelers tonight. Yeah, they're going. Oh. Who's yeah, gonna like, COVID hit them hard though, right? There's like ten players out or something like that. Oh, the Steelers. Browns. No, the no, Browns. The Browns lost like yeah. ten people. No, the Browns are going to lose. I'm, I'm <laughs> Sadly, they usually do. They've been a little better than mediocre this year. Yeah, but it, that's not a usual thing. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure because like they, they had to beat the Steelers to get into this game, which where they yeah. play the Steelers, but the Steelers <laughs> play half of their starters. And so it's like, okay, you get to, you yeah. play the B squad, and and then the, like all the Browns are hyped up, like yeah, we beat the Steelers, we can do it again. It's like, uh, you, uh, oh god, the B squad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. So start sending in comments. Let us know what some of your favorite things you watched in 2020. They don't have to be from 2020 because we didn't get a lot of new movies, especially in 2020. We get to get a lot of television though, a lot, and I watched a lot of it. 
Uh. <laughs> I watched a lot of it. I did. I watched a lot. What came out in 2020? Well, I mean, my low-hanging fruit, and this is going to be easy for everybody to agree with, is like I, I watched The Mandalorian for the first time in 2020. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, and that was a good, a lot of fun. Yeah, I really like season two. Mike, you jumped into season two recently. What, yeah. what have you thought about it so far? It's it's solid. Yeah, I liked it. You know, it's it's solid storytelling, and I'm kind of glad it it kind of is going in the direction that I was maybe hoping the movies would go in. Right. So that that's it's cool and all. I'm still you know not gonna pay a membership for it, but um, <laughs> uh, the but mouse is listening. I, I yeah, I know the mouse is listening. Uh, but I enjoyed it. It was fine. Uh, nothing that I wasn't surprised by though uh the thing that did like surprise me tv wise that i found myself like genuinely enjoying just because i'm like i have no idea where this is going was uh lovecraft country and yeah that was a good one yeah i really i really did like where that was heading and i like stylistically a lot of the risks or a lot of the things that they did in certain episodes like again like Watchmen, they went back to that uh to the tulsa uh, fires and so forth, but they, this episode that they focused on that made the whole like situation all the more like emotionally like charged. And again, Michael K. Williams is a phenomenal actor, so he sold me in that moment. So yeah, awesome. I uh, I recently started The Wire for the first time. I am on episode six now. The problem with The Wire that I have so far, and I've heard season the one problem with The Wire. Just let me finish, Justin. <laughs> what has the problem? I've heard, I've heard season one is like this. It is, um, it's a little slower yeah. than I was expecting. But I, you know, there's so many expectations put on this show. So the fact that I'm enjoying it is great. I, I love the show so far. Um, it's not one that I feel like I have to go back after. Like if I sit down and watch it, I won't stop watching it. But if I have to get up, it's not one that's easy for me to pull myself back into. If that makes any sense. But I, I'm I'm into it. I, I dig it. The acting is phenomenal, and I've seen all of those actors and other stuff. That's the priest from The Walking Dead, right? He's one of the cops. I don't I don't watch The Walking Dead. No, <laughs> pretty sure it is. It's got the yeah. got the dude from Fringe that I really liked, the tall, skinny black guy. There's a lot of tall, skinny black guys in the world. Yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> generic statement. Let's go down the list. Yeah, yeah, that's Reddick. Um, who else? Yeah, <laughs> it's Jerry Lennox. I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> I couldn't imagine him on the wire. Honestly, I can. I can see him. Pulling off some kind of character in that. Show. Yeah, he could be in the. I mean, like if Method Man could be in the wire, Jamie Smooth could be in the wire. <laughs> Method Man's in the wire. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. That's their our bar. If Method Man can yeah, be yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Method Man can do it. Dude, <laughs> yeah, but it's not a. I wouldn't. Method Man ain't that bad an actor, honestly. I remember seeing him in what was it? He was in uh, oh. Garden State. <laughs> yeah, I was right. Back. That's Lance Reddick. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. He's in like everything nice. now. Oh, what's his name in the wire? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, anyway, um, yeah, that guy, that guy's awesome. I think that guy. Let me find out what his character's name is in the wire. Let's see here. 
Uh, he stars as Cedric Daniels. Yep, Daniels. But but can he act better than the RZA? <laughs> Anyone can act better than the RZA. <laughs> yeah. Come on. There is a bag of dog poop that acts better than the RZA. <laughs> I just I just oh. have to get the cheap heat from Max. That's all. Let, <laughs> let the RZA make movie scores. Don't let him act. That's hey, you know, I'm like, like yeah. I get like that dude musically. I I I'm not. I don't have a bad thing to say about him. All right. Acting is not his deal. That is it. Acting and directing are both not his deal. And, and that's okay. I can't do any of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. yeah. We got to yeah. watch Protector 2 for uh, Shaolin Sofa, though. Oh, God. There's, there's, on, there's only a handful of musicians to actors that I can really appreciate. Like David Bowie was a great yeah. musician to yeah. actor, I felt. Um, I mean, it didn't others. hurt that Labyrinth was just like a giant music video. but Yeah, you know. oh, yeah but like The Man Who <laughs> Fell to Earth, you yeah. know, showing up in Firewalk with me and things like that. Yeah. Like a lot a lot of good acting stuff for him to sink his teeth into. And it depends on the role I know, too. But like I recently watched yeah. Ocean's 8 on HBO. Nice. And the cast, I really like the cast, except for Rihanna. Rihanna just wasn't doing anything. I mean, she yeah. looks great. You know, she looks phenomenal. There's a point where she shows up in this red dress, and I'm like, "You, you, you own that. You own that look, girl." But like, acting wise, I was just, I just wasn't wowed compared to like she's working yeah. off of Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett and Helena Bonham Carter and all these other people, and I'm just like, "Man, Rihanna is just not popping in this one." Good music, but I, I wouldn't stick her in front of a camera unless it was for like a music video or something like that. Yes. that. I mean, she I, was. You she know where awesome she's in her element. Battleship. Oh yeah, yeah. Or uh, smirch the good name of Battleship. That was, that was her Valerian too, right? Yeah, she played basically the the yeah, continuation the of the opera singer Valerian thing from Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, that's a good point. That was a movie that kind of disappointed me. I wanted Valerian to be oh, really good, and yeah. I really, I didn't really like it. Visually, yeah, yeah, Like I, I like some of the concepts in it. It just never went together, and the 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 two leads are just there's there's no chemistry there at all. Right? Yeah, they're more <laughs> brother and sister than any type of yeah. emotional. Thing. And that that just got weird. <laughs> they have more chemistry than James Franco and Anne Hathaway at the Oscars. I didn't watch the Oscars, so I don't know who watches, uh, who watches the Oscars. Who's gonna watch the Oscars this year? Honestly. Uh, well, the four that movies. might be interesting because there's only like four things. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> everything <laughs> wins. Yeah. Like, like fucking uh, uh, what what's that new that comedy show that won all the the fucking uh, uh, Shit's Creek? Shit's Creek is gonna win all the Oscars just because they're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> Shit's Creek came out. So <laughs> I've heard good things about that show. I haven't watched it. Though. Oh, yeah, the show's yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was really funny. Uh, you know, it's I hope it wins all the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the thing. And like in terms of entertainment stuff, nothing like recent aside from a few shows here or there. I was actually more amused about how entertainment industry was shooting itself in the foot throughout the year. Yeah. Like it all kicked off with that imagined video. I'm like, oh boy. Oh yeah. That We're was gonna, cool. these people are gonna lose touch with everybody else pretty fast. And sure enough. Yeah. As soon as you start showing your nice house when people are losing their houses, like I will shank you. <laughs> like it's not yeah. good. Did anybody uh, watch The Visible Man last year? I didn't yeah. like it. It was okay. It was all right. It was uh, different. Moss? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss. 
Yeah, uh, that was okay. Yeah, like, I, I didn't. Because uh, it, it, like it wasn't invisible. Like I, I guess like okay, you know, like this is one way to do it. But you like after it's like a guy that says spoilers. Sorry. Well, put um, up the thing. Yeah, it hasn't been three years, Max. Come on. Yeah, there's I'm rules to this. Starting. You gotta start playing by cinema scene rules. Yeah, or yeah. All right. so, spoilers. Sorry. That we told you, old man. It was, it was, it was whatever. There's like a couple, yeah, but like it was very well acted, I thought, and uh, yeah. it, was, it was, it was, it was pretty good, pretty well placed. I really did like the um. The CG of the Invisible Man doing things like that was very well. <laughs> yeah. I want the uh, just the way that sounds without without me seeing the film doing just, things. Yeah, no, the, the the Invisible Man doing things. Wow, that's really good. <laughs> doing yeah, stuff. It's just amazing. Honestly, <laughs> shit, he's invisible. Who knows? <laughs> the, I talked about this with Dan and John on my year end review over at McGTV. Um, the the non Invisible Man parts were the scarier parts. Like the opening yeah. sequence is the, is the, by far the scariest sequence in the movie because it's you're just like this is frighteningly real and yeah. I'm I'm not ready for what's may or may not happen here. Yeah, that's my favorite kind of horror too. If you can believe that it could happen to you, that's the scary stuff to me. But I watched uh, Guest House starring Polly Shore, and um, <laughs> I will give my quick review of it. The uh, first half of the movie is atrocious. <laughs> the the movie is unnecessarily overly vulgar, which um, Polly Shore's movies were never that before. Like they were dumb and silly or whatever. But the second half of the movie, where it starts to be more like Neighbors, where he's just playing pranks on the people that live inside the house that he's a guest house in, that part's kind of funny. But um, it's not a good movie. It's better than some of the Adam Sandler movies I've seen on Netflix. It doesn't really say a lot. I had more fun than I did uh, watching Wonder Woman 1984 and those two things should not be put together in a sentence you would think. But um, honestly, as a fan of Polly Shore in the 90s, I was kind of rooting for him in this movie and this movie is not going to make me recommend this movie to anybody. But if you were a fan of Shore in the 90s, this movie is for you. Because it's just more of the same. He plays that weasel character again. And I was, um, I was about to ask, is like, is it him breaking form? Because Guest House sounds like a thriller to me. Yeah. yeah. It was like, thriller. wait a minute. And, and and speaking of things not putting together, fan and Polly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Younger me loved Polly Shore. When I was my in my teens, I, I watched a ton of like In the Army Now and uh In the Army Now is this shit. I love yeah. that movie. There's only two Polly Shore movies to watch now, which is Son-in-Law and In the Army Now. I tried to watch Jury Duty recently, a movie that I loved in the 90s, and it was tough. It's too Polly Shore, if that makes I any sense. I even remember that existed until right now. I don't mind Polly Shore in small doses. I hate it when mm -hmm. he takes the lead. Like, Encino Man, fine. That yeah. works. He's, he's there in Ooh. small doses in the supporting capacity. I'm, I'm fine with that. Biodome, fucking kill me. Oh, yeah. I was carded. Oh, yeah. That movie's <laughs> rated PG 13. I went with my friend Tam and another person, and um, they carded us for a PG 13 movie. They're like, Makes sense. Wow. Your guys ID, and I'm like, we're 
I'm sorry, you're old. you're way too mature to be seeing this movie. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Are you sure you want to go in here? What if we could put Polly Shore and Carrot Top in the same movie? The world would explode. No. <laughs> Thank you. Twenty twenty was bad enough, Dan. Why, you why made me sad, pets. Because that 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 sounds like the worst thing. <laughs> hey, you know what, yeah. pets? I loved Son in Law. It's got Kelly right. Kapowski in it, and it's got um. Uh, it was a Lincoln fun movie. Movie Who played yeah. Perry White in the nineties? Uh, he, he played Barry White in the nineties. You know what? <laughs> who? Who's the, the girl? The, the main girl. I'm pulling it up. That'd be so great if Lane Smith played Barry White. Because especially since, you know, in Lois and Clark, he, Barry White's his big-ass Elvis fan. He'd just be singing everything like Elvis. It is. Get an Elvis. Yeah, freaking Son-in-Law is all right. I'm, I'm down for Son-in-Law. Uh, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's like the Sandler I, trio. You know, you can watch Waterboy, Billy Madison, um, Happy Gilmore. You know that that's like Sandler, like at, at his best in, in in that stupid guy thing that he did. And mm-hmm. yeah, you're watching yeah. Know, Son-in-Law, and uh, then you run into Mr. Deed, and you're like, oh, you know, man. If you think if you're, if you're out oh. there and you think that there's a huge difference between Polly Shore and Adam Sandler, there is not. Their movies are very um, similar. Um, uh, Polly is totally different though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sandler has 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 a subtler side, which Polly Shore does not. Well, Sandler <laughs> uncut gems is definitely something Polly Shore. Well, could no, no, no. I I mean, with with his comedy as as, as well. I mean, because I think Polly Shore is is closer to uh, uh, Deuce Bigelow than than. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Sandler, I'll give him like if there's if there's potential for making a different character, he will try. To make a different yeah. character, if it's just one of his standard Happy Madison productions where it's like, I, yeah. I just gotta show up and be me, just because everyone else around me will be funnier, then, sure. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, like I don't, I mean, it's it was a bad choice, but at least he tried it. Something like Little Nicky, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. okay, yeah. fine, he's trying I something. Like movie. It, oh my god, it's, it's dumb, but 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 he's trying at least. Like I can't yeah. see Pauly Shore doing anything else outside of. No, you know, hey, buddy, like that, that's all. <laughs> yeah. I, that's all I see when I see him because that's all that was ever asked of him for anything. Is Quentin like, Tarantino in uh, Little Nicky the most random cameo of film history? Because no, he is so like it's not a movie you'd expect Quentin Tarantino to be in. Jason, you've seen Wayne's World. You know that that's not the most yeah. out there cameo. Charlton Heston showing up is one of the most <laughs> out there, <laughs> which. Wayne's World 2, I now understand the ending a little bit better. <laughs> the bring fools. I mean, if if there's if there's feet in it, Tarantino will show up. It's, it's fine. <laughs> I uh, I also watched the show A Teacher. I don't know if any of you guys saw it. It was an FX um, Hulu like joint production. It's got uh, Kate Mara starring as a teacher who falls in love with her 17-year-old student. And um, so this show, the show is good. It's a good show. But the problem with the first part of the show is it plays more like two star-crossed lovers that can't be together than it does predatorial and, you know what I mean? Like, they they have warnings that you're going to see, like, predatorial behavior, but that's not how the show plays it in those first 
three or four episodes. So it's really kind of weird because you're kind of rooting for them to get together, but you know that they can't get together because it's wrong because I, I, it's a really hard show to recommend to people because I, like so I said, it's, it's doing the romance earnestly then. It's not like trying to give like a little bit of a dark satirical edge to it and be like, no, I mean, at the this end, is just how a do, fucked up person views it. They do a little bit more of, um, they wrap it up nicely in the end, I think, to kind of, she's, it's played back. Fool. Wrap your tool. Like, the first yes. part of the season is through her eyes, and then they kind of play it back through his eyes in the final episode, and I thought that was interesting. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'd recommend the show, but just know um, that the first half, you got to get to the, let it let it play itself out. Does it turn into, does it turn out it's, it's the prequel to That's My Boy? Yeah. <laughs> do, do all the students look, look like they're 30? Uh, he was, yeah, he been like I said, he turned 18, like right when they started to get together. But, um, yeah, no, he doesn't look like he's 30. I mean, maybe, okay, like it's not like a Tobey Maguire Spider Man situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in high school and I'm 42. What's going on? <laughs> they can't even fit all the fucking candles on his birthday, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or what was our joke, Max? Chris O'Donnell as Robin, this 85 year old. Yeah. Sidekick. Yes. <laughs> yes. The grown ass man wonder. That, that's our joke. That's our joke on Chat Cave. Every time we talk about Chris yeah. O'Donnell Robin, we have to keep adding like 10 years to his age. Yeah, I mean, like, he was like 87 when he took the role. So like, it, it's amazing to me. They're going to pay him money to play a role. I'm not mad at Chris O'Donnell. Oh, you're mad at Chris O'Donnell. The grown ass man wonder sound, sounds like a Pauly Shore movie. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, was a Hancock. It's a new Hancock. It's yeah, yeah. Old man flying around, bunch of people. <laughs> hey, Batman! It's the Robin. Oh no! Uh, I never want to hear that again. Uh, <laughs> no. Hey, Batty! <laughs> another show I watched, and I'm gonna go around this table here so I can get Justin Dan's. But another show I watched, which surprised me that I liked as much as I did, was Titans. I loved Titans, and um, I I don't I, I got to take back every negative thing I said about the show because I thought it was really well done. I really did. Yeah. I know nothing about the characters. There's no cyborg in it, which was a huge plus. Yeah, I sucks. I really like the uh, casting of Dick Grayson. I liked the yeah. way they did Jason Todd in the show, and um, I really like Donna Donna Troy. Troy. Yeah, I really liked her too. The show is it's a fun show. The violence is kind of amped up a little bit and they, it's one of those Batman shows unlike um Batwoman, they don't ignore Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne does show up in the show. They and Jorah Mormont to play freaking Batman. It's really <laughs> sweet. I like that. <laughs> and um they don't ignore Batman and Bruce Wayne, which is another thing I really liked about the show. And I I like the guy playing it. I mean, I never saw they don't show him in the suit. He's not there to be Batman. Batman's Gotham. The show takes place in San Francisco. But he does show up to help Dick towards the end of season two. And they do a really good job of showing like their their strange relationship. <laughs> Just I heard Dan like giggle. I'm like, oh, I have to say something. Put a lot of emphasis on that name. I I giggled. (laughs) Unless you meant like, oh, Batman shows up to help Dick. In other words, he (laughs) doesn't help out at all. He doesn't help at all. Yeah. 
<laughs> Thanks, Batman. Jeez. <laughs> the only thing to help me get over the murder of my parents. <laughs> but, um, uh, Grayson and Bruce Wayne's um, just different viewpoints of stuff. And I know that's really played up in the comic books, too. Like, they don't see eye to eye. And his transition to Nightwing in season two, I really like the Nightwing suit that he has. And Jason Todd is just like in the comic books, over aggressive, you know, wants to fight the cops, too. Super violent, dude. I had to ask Max. I'm like, he's like this in the comics, right? And Max is like, yeah, he's not really one to shy away from violence. But no, no, this no man, like it's 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 okay. Like, I I watched the first episode, maybe two episodes of, of Titan, yeah. and I could not. I was like, nope. Oh, sorry. it gets no. it gets so much better, especially in season <sighs> two. But um, they bring Aqualad into the show, but only for one episode. What's that? It's, it's not Black Lad. Like, Young Justice is. Yeah. Right here. So I mean, like, if you watch Titans, they probably did it better in Young Justice. I'm just saying. <laughs> Does Lobo ever show up? Who? Lobo. Now, well, Lobo yeah. would be fun. There's there you go. See? Yeah. Uh, Death he Strike shows up in Young Justice. He showed up in the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, Death, <laughs> Death Strike is yeah. the villain of season two. Deathstroke. 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 And then. Death uh, Connor Kent is a character I know nothing about. I really like his um, conflict. I like that he's part of two different people, like extremely different people. Like, like a bad marriage. You might say. <laughs> I mean, I was always rooting for Clark Kent and Lex Luthor to get together, and this is kind of the. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. If you've been shipping that, you know, it finally happened. So. <laughs> But put your fan show. fiction away and watch the show. You know? <laughs> I I put the quality of Titans up there with uh, Doom Patrol. Uh, Doom Patrol is a little bit more comedic it, than it, Titans. Doom Patrol, I, I like Doom Patrol. I I got through the first few episodes, so I gotta say Doom Patrol is better <laughs> than Titans. Like I, I I do enjoy Doom Patrol. I, I I thought you know some of the concepts they get into are pretty cool. Doom um, Patrol, they're in Titans too. They, they're in an episode, which oh, was okay. a backdoor pilot for. Doom Patrol. That's yeah. where they get Beast Boy from. But it's it's weird because the actual show Doom Patrol like breaks continuity with Titans immediately. It's like eh, it's its own separate thing. And Cyborg's in that one. Yeah, good. No. <laughs> he fits no. better there. I've watched two episodes of Titans, and and I've seen the trailer for Doom Patrol, and and I think Doom Patrol is better. So. They're both yeah. good. I like them. Both. Yeah, Dan. I think you might dig Doom Patrol. There, there's some stuff that yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, like like I I met I made a, a a mental note to watch it and then I never got back to it. So lost note in the mail. You know. But Dan, what have you watched over the last year? Uh not a whole lot. I watched a lot of like older movies, like really fun Italian horror movies. <laughs> uh there's there's a nice one about a, a scary guy that kills a whole town and then then eats himself at the end. <laughs> uh that's called Anthropophagus. Pretty good. Um, I, I played a whole lot of video games, though. Sweet. What'd you play? Um, right now, I'm playing the uh, the Hyrule Warriors, the second one. Okay. Ooh, okay. Right. It's it's pretty cool. I, I I like it. I like that you can play the bird guy and and fly around and just shoot people with. With arrows and not not even get close to them. <laughs> I want to call him Pablo, but I know that's from uh, from Star Fox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they look like the exact same. 
I've gotten back to a lot of like classic stuff like Skyrim and um, then I started playing Oblivion and and I, I like that better. I, I think I always have. I like the little gates to hell and the little little imp guys that they run around. I Morrowind I like was always my favorite. I would love the remaster of Morrowind just because of how easy you can break yeah. Morrowind. Yeah, I mean it's cool, and I I have the original disc, and <laughs> it's it, it's just it runs so slow. Yeah. I love that when you go when you meet the head of the blades though he's he's just some some topless old guy. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Like, oh. <laughs> Did I wander in the wrong house? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, I like I like getting uh, uh marching duties from like uh, Captain Picard before he gets killed off. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much me. I uh, Dan did make me watch um, Exorcist three last year for. Oh yeah, I, I watched it. Movie. It, was, it was good. Best jump scare ever. <laughs> the ceiling. What's that? The one on the ceiling where they're crawling on the ceiling. No, 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 no. no, no the, the hallway. The, the, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the giant pinking back, back and forth, the back and forth, and then. <laughs> Booga booga! Yeah, know. yeah. It's just, it's just a, a long shot of a hallway for like five minutes, and right, right when you're like, "Why am I seeing this?" Then it comes. <laughs> I did fly in Morrowind. That was why I loved yeah. it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's right. I'm gonna say, when did that Iron Man game come out? Um, no, Avengers. Anthem. Yeah. Oh, Anthem. 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 Oh, no one liked Anthem, right? Or did people I like Anthem? Did you like oh, Anthem? Awful. I bought it yeah. for 99 cents from Walmart. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good for a cheap oh. play. Sure. <laughs> Max. Yeah. Just so I can do a three-year-old told you so. They they, <laughs> they, they, they finally uh, uh, turned off the uh, the servers for that uh, uh, Overwatch clone that 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 you tried, tried to get me into. Oh, Battleborn? Yeah. It wasn't an Overwatch clone. It came out before Overwatch. Yeah, bad timing. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Overwatch oh, is so much better. And you're like, I don't want that. I got Battleborn. Yeah, dude. I, mean, like, I don't like new things. So I don't, <laughs> even if they're really good, I, I'm just not a fan of new things. So yeah, I, I was wrong. I, I I can admit that it's not it's not like I, I, just, I just thought I would bring on. it up. That's all. It, it's not like I'm still on the Battleborn train. Like, can you believe this? I found the server. What's this bullshit? Now I can't play anything. <laughs> no, I play. I like. I'm actually waiting on Overwatch two to come out. I, I love Overwatch, yeah. uh, yes, but uh, it's just gotten really stale. So I'm, I'm just waiting on Overwatch two to come out. Yeah. Although I. I I started doing the uh, the the snowball fight on that late. It was like like a couple days before Christmas, yeah. and I, I didn't realize that you had to keep you know making snowballs from the, yeah. the little things on the ground. I'm like, I'm why am I not doing anything? <laughs> you only get three snowballs. What the it was, fuck? It was the saddest thing for like three matches. <laughs> oh damn. I can also <laughs> recommend the uh, the first broadcast television show that I've been really into in a long time, which is Big Sky by David E. Kelly. That show's really good. Oh. They're pushing that one kind of hard. I I, I, I yeah. don't trust something that I get like a media blast. From. Oh, dude, the, the twists in that show are fantastic. What uh, network I, was that? Uh, ABC, uh, I think. It was ABC. Okay. What's that dude's name? Who's in that one? Philippe, Ryan Philippe? He's only in it for briefly. Oh, okay. It's got um, it's David Kelly who makes some great television. It's got um, 
like nobody really of note except for um, Carol Lynch. I can't uh, trying to think of his full name. Hmm. Oh, uh, Z- Arthur Lee Allen from Zodiac, right? Yes. It, yes. It, it, it's John Carroll Lynch. John Carroll Lynch. Yeah, that's right. Drew that Carey's brother. Guy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that guy's in like every fucking thing. Oh yeah. Uh, David E. Kelly's made some good shows over the years. I didn't realize he was involved with uh, Mer- Mr. Mercedes and uh, Big Little Lies, but I liked both of those. Goliath, which is another great show. Uh, the first season was good. Second, not so much. Oh, the Wonder Woman television high. pilot. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't get on there for a reason. Good times. <laughs> I watched yeah. all of his Boston shows in backwards order. <laughs> He wrote all like time Hathaway. travelers now. <laughs> and Doogie Hauser. I didn't know he wrote Doogie Hauser. All right. I used to love Doogie Hauser. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, was, I was a fan of Doogie Hauser back in the day. Oh. So, so some of your 2020 highlights. Um, I think. I, I really, I mean, I enjoyed Carnival Rope. Anybody watch that? I enjoyed that. that yeah. yeah, I enjoyed that. Um. I, I'm more like Dan. I played a lot more video games. I played Cyberpunk, which I was on PC, so I didn't experience the okay. whole litany of issues <laughs> that everyone else did. Did your game system just grow arms and throw itself yeah, yeah, off the yeah. way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love watching the glitz videos on there. Yeah, that's really too. funny. Oh, I've had some funny ones. Like My favorite one was I was – I call, you can call your car in the game by just pushing a button and – uh it literally just shot out as like a rocket. Like it just came tumbling in. Like my car basically exploded just to get to me. Like it just like rolled in. I was like, what? I was like, I did what you asked me to do. I called my car and it just came in like a, a rocket launcher. Like it was, it was incredible. I had a good laugh. Like a wrecking ball? Yeah. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I played, I'm playing Jedi Fallen Order right now, which I enjoyed that very much. I think it, my old system wasn't able to actually play it. So, uh, it's the first time I've actually played as a Jedi, as a, a ginger Jedi, which is a lot of fun. Uh, no, I couldn't get behind it. Couldn't get no? behind it. I what? was like, this kid is a the- fucking ginger. He needs to die. <laughs> like, hey. How is he a light side Jedi when he has no soul? Use Max, so not entirely those are the three. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Gingers have had it pretty easy compared to a lot of other people. So yeah, sure. I'm all for that. So no, I uh, I couldn't do it. I, I played through like two or three missions. I was like, this sucks. Kill this ginger kid. I want nothing more than for him to die. Yeah, I mean but, it's it's like Dark Souls with Jedi's, right? So it's a little harder yeah, than normal. Yeah. But, but yeah, Max, I, it's the not Joker from Gotham. How could you not oh, like yeah. him? Yeah, no. he does look a lot like him. Yeah. Well, it is him. It's the same it's actor. The same yeah. Oh, is it? The voice and yeah. everything? Dang. Okay. No, um, I uh, I don't like Dark Souls. I'm not a fan of like those those oh, games. Okay. I didn't like I didn't like Sekiro. I didn't I don't like Dark Souls. I didn't like Jedi Fallen Order just because okay. like that style of game. Um, <laughs> but did you like the surge? <laughs> The what? <laughs> it, it's the same style of game. It's okay. Oh, okay. No, I haven't played that one. Uh, probably Except more. like weird robot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's um, I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it. But it wasn't the ginger. It was the game mechanics. <laughs> and the ginger. Oh. And, and I mean, uh, the ginger didn't help. <laughs> you're not telling me on this, ginger man. <laughs> <laughs> I went back on one of my promises, and I finally picked up. Uh, uh, Star Wars 
Battlefront 2. Okay. Because it was 12 bucks, and I was like, well, screw it. You know, my microtransactions can't, yeah, can't hurt it that say. much. So, yeah. and, and so far, I mean, I've had it for a week. I like it. It's fun. It you run around and shoot. Right? I mean, I know initially they, you got a lot of hate. But yeah, you yeah. Patches and DLC for it that made yeah. hopefully mix up for it. Well, the microtransaction yeah, like, stuff definitely was where a lot of the hate was coming from. Was you're buying a yeah. whole no another game basically. Yeah, they 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 fixed a lot of that. The only bitch I have is that now now when I get one of the uh, the little packs and you're, you're supposed to open up, the game doesn't show me like what the thing is. It says, "Hey, you got a new gun." And, and it's, it's just a blank thing. It's like it's like examine. fuck it. I got um, has, has anyone gotten to play that squadrons yet? Or no, I've heard good things, but I'm not. I, I've, I've heard it's a really good flight sim, but that's all it is. So I'm not sure. Uh, I've been playing GTA Five. I got back into it. Like, <laughs> oh. It's still there, you know. Like I, 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 this game came out like with the launch of the Xbox One, and it's still going. Oh, like, like it's, it, it's amazing to me. Like I, I'm still having fun. They, they just released a new mini map that you can access. I haven't even gone there yet. Um, you got to buy a submarine. It's like two point four million dollars in in game. So, <laughs> like, I'm just like I, I don't even buy yourself care. a shark card. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not there yet, but uh, about microtransactions. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, like, like you know, it's still fun to play. Like, I mean, the, the worst part about it is the other people that play. You know, like yeah. sometimes you'll get the random dickhead who just wants to kill you eight hundred yeah. times, and and that's that's yep. the worst part of it. I keep like, trying to into GTA, but every time I go into the game. I uh, end up buying clothes for like an hour, and then I run a mid <laughs> priorities, man. <laughs> I lose really, really bad, and then I log what, out. What I need, what I need, <laughs> what I need for the next GTA is for it to be like Forza and GTA, and and uh, I can't remember what my third one was, but like there's, there's, there's <laughs> mercenaries. A bit extra for the game to be like the, the oh they did it needs to be Sims, Grand Theft, and Forza all into one. Yeah, uh, like I thought the open world experience would be fun with like online play, but I'm like, nah. No. Like I, I tried Red Dead online for like five minutes. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. everyone on here is an asshole. Fuck you. Guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I was one of those assholes. It was fun. Go around and shoot everybody. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, like sometimes you know, like you're just trying to play the game, you're trying to do your thing, and somebody's just constantly fucking it up. But yep. then other times, like you get a lot of nice people who you like. Like one guy, like I was out in the middle of nowhere because what, like my car blew up or whatever the fuck. Dude just like stops and gives me a ride in, a, in his helicopter. Like, <laughs> you know, like he's just completely random. <laughs> See, I don't mind that. Like, I don't mind yeah. the hangout space aspect of certain games. Like, yeah. I've still got DC Universe online for some reason because I'll just go to Metropolis and hang out in front of the police station because that's where everybody fucking goes. Yeah, yeah. And we all just race each other because we're all the Flash because that's the best power to have. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one D and D game you, you can get on the Xbox. Like, like everybody hang hangs out in the the, the town. You got like naked people riding scorpions, going hey. <laughs> <laughs> but the, like, the only reason I, I, I love GTA uh, and, and Rockstar Games for is because like the game, you like you know like all the downloadable content is free. 
you like, yeah. like, yeah, you can buy money to, to you know, like, to spend things in game. You know, if you want to buy a car or whatever before you earn the money for it, but you know, you don't have to pay at all to get any yeah. extra experience in the game. And and like for them to be going on this long, like without the microtransactions, like you know, like Battlefront Two and and then things like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, just it's showing how it can be done, and 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 I appreciate the shit out of that. Yeah, they're not doing the business model that like Anthem or uh, Destiny does. It's like we got a new expansion, another twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of people said that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's um, the I, I only silver lining I give Avengers, which is the worst gaming experience I've had probably in the past couple of years, just because at least the DLC is free. Right. That's for, fine, now. for now. For <laughs> now. That's yeah. fine. Like, yeah, the year one DLC is supposed to be free. After that, you gotta pay. So, All right, after that, I won't care. So I am gonna wrap this up soon, but on Tuesday at 7:30, you could check out the PVD cast making its <laughs> debut on the Scene Snobs Network. And um, this has been a lot of fun. I can't wait to be back next week. Actually, two weeks from today, the Scene Snobs are going to join us for an episode of Remake Revolution. Nice. So I will get with the guys to find out what movie we're going to remake. Ooh. And um, it should be a lot of fun. I'm hoping that Team Matt Talk can go up against the Scene Snobs. But I got to talk to the uh, bosses above to see what they think. Judge? <laughs> Second judge? <laughs> well, anybody, everybody... Have a great day. Remember, say goodbye to this picture because it will not oh. be on any longer. Said goodbye to that picture. Yeah, yeah. just ruined yeah, the we thing. said goodbye. Make it's the hair TV right. go away. Here, we'll, we'll yeah, say goodbye yeah, officially here. He couldn't even help himself. I deleted it. It's gone. It no longer exists. Just, Hello, uh, boys. I'm back. tease of some things to come right there. And from all of us at the Three Geeks Podcast, have a great day. See you, droids.